Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and Joel Elston. Today is Thursday, August the 8th, 2019. It's 8-8. How about that? 8-8. It is 8 a.m. in New York and 5 a.m. in Los Angeles. That's 1 p.m. London time and 9 p.m. Tokyo time, 10 p.m. Sydney time. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today. Your daily dose of happy and I'm happy that uh, we three are back doing our thing after Louise and I did our trip to the Cape to visit our friend Alex and to do capey things. <laughs> we did for about a three and a half day period. It was wonderful. Loved it. It was great. And uh, I am I am re-energized. I am re-enthused. I'm back. I feel better. Yay. And that's what it's all about is feeling better, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find so- it ironic that we always talk about how you control the weather, and as soon as you left, it started pouring. <laughs> <laughs> For like two days straight, just saying. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. the whole weekend you were here, perfect weather. Soon as you left the Cape, crossed over the bridge, storm. That wasn't even supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen on Wednesday. I was like, oh, okay. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I try not to say too much because uh, Joel has informed me that I freak listeners out when I when I do that. So I, I try not to freak our listeners out. But, uh. Well, they shouldn't be freaked out. They should be trying to do the same thing. Well, yeah. that, that, that's a way to look at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have this uh, a couple of friends that listen, and, and they like, oh, we love what you do, except when Walt claims to control the weather. That's really <laughs> important. And I'm like, okay. Well, I... Every- Feedback's good, except for Walt controlling the weather. Uh, Everybody's got a uh, line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. It, it, uh, it it's funny you say that. We had, uh, uh, I don't, I'm not going to put this on Walt, but yesterday no. we Go ahead. had just uh, everybody piles on. It's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we had this incredible downpour. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it, it just was. I don't want to exaggerate, but it was just one of those you can't see across the yard. Mm-hmm. And there, I looked on the radar on on. There's nothing there, and you're like, yeah. okay. And and nobody's mentioning it. It clears up, sun's out. Then you get this severe thunderstorm warning. It's like, well, yeah. sorry, we're, we're we're about an hour and a half late. So <laughs> yeah, right. the timing was different. Yeah. Cindy Chavez actually had an experience like that yesterday because Wednesday is when we do the show with her and uh, we, we normally do our Neville Goddard stuff. And at 4 p.m. Eastern time, when we were supposed to do the show, they had this massive thunderstorm that knocked the power out. We couldn't even do the show. Oh. And I went to look at AccuWeather to look at the radar and there was nothing going on in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where she lives. So it was mm. the same phenomenon. So what's up with this? Mm. Yeah, I, I I can't put any energy toward that. I I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, either. It's just it's just strange. <laughs> it's over my head. Yeah, it really know. is. It, it yeah, it's one of those. We'll just put that in whatever category that is. Right. You know, it's like uh, uh, but but it 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 is uh, it is all a part of it. It's just way out of my league in understanding it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, PJ yeah. told me yesterday that they were getting a monsoon in her area, which is very close to your area. And yet I was also watching a baseball game in Baltimore and Baltimore was beautiful conditions. Now, right. Baltimore's not all that far from you guys, you know? So, yeah. I mean, well, it's, I, I had a, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the, the weather, you know, again, but it, we sound, you know, like really old people to talking about the weather and all that. But <laughs> um, it, it, it's like, you know, one of my friends one time, one time, said, you know, my, my joints hurt. It's going to rain. I go, oh, please stop. We're not 79. Let's, let's just stop. <laughs> no, it's and, true though. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the way my back and my knees are set up, I can definitely tell you when the weather is coming. Well, I mean, it, it is. It, it very well could be. I mean, and I believe you. It's just one of those things that that you know, you you. I I I had a dog one time that when my that was actually my sister's dog, mm-hmm. and when she would come back from college. Uh, it, it, the dog would like to just sit at the window waiting and, and she would come back on these random times. She was like two yeah. hours away at college and mm-hmm. she'd come back at random times. And we, we got to the point of knowing she was coming back because the dog would stay the dog at the window. Was it, was, it was, it, it was very odd. It, it would just stay in the window and she'd pull up and it's like, 
huh, did she call the dog? I mean, how did you know? <laughs> did she call the dog? I didn't know the dog could use the phone. That's a pretty good skill right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that would be the, the story there. That's right, they, yep. Dog they are phone. very smart. They certainly are. Yep. So anyway, I didn't really have a topic in mind, but uh, Alex, as usual, came up with one at the last possible second, which is, you know, this, just a testament to her creative abilities. <laughs> um, but uh, you, you thought of talking about how people can often live vicariously through others, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. That people do that. Well, we do that all the time with entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show, you're living vicariously through characters that aren't even real people. I mean, you're just on the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we do it all the time. We like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I'm going to go right to the psychology question. Joel, why is it that we like to live vicariously through others? Well, it, to me, it's sort of a, um, and, and, I, and I don't I don't have a definitive answer, but I can have an opinion. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it, to me, it, it just seems that, a lot of times that it, it, it's, you, it can be good or bad. You're, you're looking mm-hmm. at someone else, uh, uh, you know, through another set of eyes. Uh, and it, and it, it, it can be, you know, beneficial. I mean, there, there's the, the idea that you can, oh, okay, I, I want to uh, use that as an example. Or you can also not live your life and l- live through someone else. And that, that can be the bad side of it. But it's mm-hmm. like anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I, one what, what of the examples when you say that, and I'll just go with what comes to my mind, mm-hmm. uh, I see a lot of moms of younger kids, uh, what I say, you know, like 12, 13, 14-year-old kids, often females, where the moms will literally live their life that should they should have had through their kid, like putting them yes. in beauty pageants or putting yes. them in cheerleading. And, and so it, 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 it's almost like you – it's like, okay, this is the childhood I should have had. So mm-hmm. I'm going to force it on my kid, thinking mm-hmm. that's what she's automatically going to like. Now it happens with dads and baseball and, oh, God, and yes. you know, so I'm not, I'm not trying to minimalize just one side. And, you know, again, anybody that would do that to the child with baseball, we should talk about that separately, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, just, just the concept that we will live through, you know, vicariously. I am not, and, and this is going to get a, a boo from Alex here. I'm not. I, I don't think reality shows are good for people. Um, I, I I don't. I I think they are. Uh, in a sense, it's it's unrealistic. Uh, I happen to know <laughs> some people that are in that field and, and that that do that, and mm-hmm. and so much of it scripted when most people don't realize that it's, it, it is very scripted. It is not really a reality show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an, a scripted show perceived to be a reality show, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. you, you, it sets expectations of how a family should be living or a, a life should be lived. And it's not remotely that way. It, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I, I have clients who are Instagram models uh, who, mm-hmm. if you, if you knew the other side of that, it would be incredibly laughable. I mean, it would be, it, it would be bizarre, um, mm-hmm. to see what their life is really like. So, yeah. uh, so I mean, it, 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 it's a way of deflecting often. It's a, sometimes, uh, it, it's dissociation. You talk you about know? what that is. Define dissociation because that's not a typical term. Okay. Uh, dissociation is where you basically, um, uh, this happens to a lot of abuse victims. Uh, it, it, it's, it can happen in traumatic situations. It's a protective technique that the body uh, uh, puts into place. He, uh, when I say he, uh, people generally will, will go through something uh, and then they, they almost view their life. It's, uh, in extreme cases of dissociation can have like multiple personalities mm-hmm. where someone is uh, here's an example of a, a person I worked with. She was abused horribly uh, sexually as a child. Mm-hmm. And when the sexual abuse would take place, she would change personality so she didn't feel she was being sexually abused. So she mm-hmm. grew up with multiple personalities uh, right. where where she was able to dissociate from her body uh, and, and really become someone else. And, mm-hmm. and there, there's, there's, you know, it's sad, it, it, and that's a horrible example, but it, it's uh, it, you you see that where 
it, you know, in war often where people uh, are, are required to use ungodly things uh, and, and to survive, they, they, they have to go the other way. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, we're going another direction or become someone else or look at it through someone else's eyes. And dissociation is very, uh, you know, very difficult. And, uh, it, it, but it is a protective technique. So, mm-hmm. so living by curious, and, and the, the, we covered a lot of areas from the benign to the serious, mm-hmm. but when you're living by curiously, it could be every, it could be healthy. There, I don't know if you, either of you have heard of the rife cough effect. No. No. Uh, I'm looking up how to spell that actually as we're talking. So, uh, uh, but it, it is a, a concept that is a psychologist from Russia. Uh, that came up with the idea of basically, like if you wanted to be an artist, you would study an artist, everything the artist did, and you literally could sort of become an artist by living vicariously through a famous artist. And it's, it, it's much more in-depth than that, but you, the child prodigies will often, happens a lot with like chess players, where chess players are literally given the entire you know, every game that Bobby Fisher played when he was a child, he was a mm-hmm. chess person for those that don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, and, and I know I, I've heard of families where they would literally make the kids replay every game from the age of three until they were grown and just, just literally move by move. And the rice cough effect is, is, is sort of the con, the contact that concept that if you act as if you become that, mm-hmm. uh, that's why, you know, um, often, People get into industries, you know, like like little kids uh, in in Italian families years ago uh, would go and they have on a pizza shop or an Italian restaurant, for example, and the kids would go work in there. Well, you know, you see twelve year olds throwing pizzas and roll. Well, they often become you know expert chefs at Italian food. It, it, it that's a version of it. They were trained in it, but they became prodigies in it. They were just their, their environment became that. So they mm-hmm. became that. That's why uh, there's a, a an old TV show that was really good. I like because it's called The Pretender, uh, and it was someone who had the ability to sort of he was a con man, but he he had the ability to sort of like he could be a surgeon one day and convince yeah, people he was yeah. a great surgeon. And and, and you see that it, it, it's we, we do that. There's some value to living vicariously, and there's also. Uh, it, like with anything else, there is damaging effects by it because you can get away from your real life. You can, mm-hmm. you cannot live your full life because you're, you're living vicariously through someone else. So, I mean, that's a lot of ground covered, but there's a lot of reasons to do it. Mm, yeah. And well, it, what it illustrates is that there's good and bad, right? There's, there's, there's the part that is healthy because, I mean, like you pointed out, living vicariously, you can, you can vicariously assume an identity that you want to, uh, that, that represents a lifestyle you want to have and create that lifestyle. I mean, that's the law of attraction right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you, you basically right. start believing and feeling and thinking that you are, you know, person X who is a world traveler. And if you keep believing and thinking it, you become a world traveler mm-hmm. just because that's how the law of attraction works. Um, I think what we're really saying here is the law of attraction is a tool. And you can use it any way you choose to use any tool. You can use it to benefit yourself or you can use it to harm yourself. Mm-hmm. You can use it to uh, benefit others. You can use it to harm others. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a tool. You know, it's like a screwdriver. You can do a lot of things with a screwdriver. <laughs> many of them are very good, you know. <laughs> How are you going to use it? And, because well, and, and I, I think, yeah, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, finish. Go ahead. And, and, and I, I do believe, I do believe like you're, you're saying where you, the law of attraction is living as if, and you, you, we've talked about the law of attraction having no, no opinion or right. good or bad. I mean, with, with again, without diving into anything other than just using an example, we see it in politics. Our political people who who are experts of the law of attraction. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's like wow, you know, uh, and and it isn't always for good. I mean, you see that in. And, you know, uh, you know, back in Nazi Germany where, where you could, you could create reality by talking about the evil doers that are mm-hmm. out there doing all this to us. We have to defend against that. Or you see, you, you see that the propaganda that, that you can 
make reality and and that that is that's very important i talk about the news as being the ultimate programming machine where mm-hmm. the you know each each venue that for you know I, i'm i'm trying to you know any news outlet that i know of has you know everything from the minimal to the extreme, but there's almost a bias in the way they report. It, it's it, it's it's interesting. You could go to NPR, Fox News, and CNN's website and find that they're all talking about the same story. You can understand that, but you the way they're presenting it is like, such a universally different. Yeah, it's like three different events happened, and they were all the mm-hmm. same event. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, uh, I remember seeing a, it was a documentary that interviewed past U.S. presidents. And one of the things that I can't remember which president, maybe more than one of them said is when you're president, it's really helpful to have people address you as the office rather than you as yourself because of like you were talking about dissociation. It's helpful to mm-hmm. dissociate because otherwise you can get so emotionally wrapped up in what you're doing as president that, you know, you, you have to order troops to be sent in to kill somebody and and some innocent person is going to die. And, and doing that in your own name is really, really hard to do. But if you do it yeah. as president, you can do it, you know? Um, so right. there's another example of how dissociation. No, I'm not sure. I'm not going to argue that that's actually necessarily a good thing, but, <laughs> but it's, it's clear that dissociation plays an important role there. And it also is about assuming that role. I mean, that's part of how that person became president. They assumed the role before they became president. I think well, dissociation and, and, yeah. is a good. Oh, go ahead. No, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear how it's a good thing. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like those dissociation is can be a good thing because it's like it's your brain's way of protecting you from yourself. But at Absolutely. the same time, you got to be careful that it doesn't turn into dangerousness. Where, like, uh, extreme example, you have multiple personality disorder, and one of your personalities is a serial killer. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, that's, but that's other than exactly that, exactly right. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, you're you're basically protecting your own self. So, I, I feel like it's a good thing. Yeah. Dissociation is is very protective. Its intent mm-hmm. is to be protective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it exists to be protective. However, just as you're saying, this is uh, uh, this is a slippery slope because mm-hmm. while it's protective. Uh, it is also this, it can be destructive or it can create some severe mental issues. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, you know, the split, you know, even further than multiple personalities, you get literally get into distinct personalities where one is a serial killer or one, mm-hmm. uh, could, could murder someone in cold blood and then flip back into a normal life and you know, sort of a Ted Bundy kind of thing where you, uh, you're able to just cold bloodedly do something and then just live, you know, just sort of dissociate from the evil act of it. Mm. Uh, so it, 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 it's, it would, you know, that I, I know some psychologists that use dissociation as a protect, as you said, you know, help people to safely dissociate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I mean, it, it, there, there's, as with anything else, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 as with anything else, you have a scenario mm-hmm. where things are good and bad. So you get to choose which you do law of attraction, whether or dissociate, you know, again, you get it. Like you're saying it, everything on the spectrum, we talk about stress and anxiety a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, stress has a point. Stress, there's a reason for stress. Living without any fear or anxiety would be a dangerous world. You would, you need some protection in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also could be debilitating on the other things. So everything to me is a scale. Anything that's protective is also destructive if you do too much. Yeah, you just got to be balanced about it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, moderation and everything, as they say, and mm-hmm. when, and 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 that's actually where the gray area is. You know, where do when are you being moderate? When are you being? When are you going too far? Um, I mean, that that's not always a clear thing, right? I mean, if you're Ted Bundy, I mean, we look at Ted Bundy, and we say, well, clearly he went way too far. <laughs> Did Ted Bundy think he went too far? No, he doesn't. So what's too far? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's all about perspective. Well, it. Well, but but again, it's an opinion. I mean, you know, it, and I'm not trying to argue anything on Ted Bundy's behalf, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but I'm I'm 
I'm just let, letting you, you know, there, there is a, a, a this this perspective that makes us all unique and all, you know, what what is, that's what the law of attraction has, many people have difficulty. What is your life? What do you want? What do you really want? When you ask someone, one of the questions that I was, when I'm having early in, in my session with people, so, you know, okay, let's, let's figure out what you want. Well, People have a very long list of what they don't want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Almost, but almost no one can tell me accurately what they want. Mm-hmm. Right. What and they'll usually tell you is, it, well, what I want is to not have the thing I don't want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, in, in, in one of the techniques that I'll use, depending on what scenario people come to see, like I, I will ask a question with. Uh, a lot of the codependent moms that I work with or codependent people, I will say, without using another person, a, a person's name or, a, or, or requiring someone else to do something, what else would make you happy? What yeah. would make you happy? They can't say any – because so much of their belief system, if my son would quit using drugs, I could be happy. Mm-hmm. Or if my husband would pay more attention to me, I could be happy. Or if I had a relationship, I could be happy. And you see all that, and it becomes a very, very uh, slippery slope. Oh, no kidding. Very slippery. And, in fact, it shows up in a wide range of areas. For instance, I saw a post – on Facebook in my 10 seconds on Facebook yesterday <laughs> with from a person who was complaining. I, I don't remember the exact post, but the gist of it was why are there so many people who are just so selfish and, and so, um, um, uh, what's the word for when you, 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 you feel that it means that you're too much in, involved in yourself. There's a word for that. I can't remember. Self-absorbed. Self-absorbed is another one. But anyway, but why are there people who are so like that? They're just so selfish. Now, mm-hmm. what's, what's the LLA reason for that? Mm-hmm. And, and of course the typical answer, and there were like literally over a hundred answers were like, Oh, well, there's just some people who don't get it. Some people, you know, they just, they're, they're just full of themselves. It's all about ego, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm reminded that. Like what you were just saying, Joel, it's really about perspective. Mm-hmm. What's your perspective about it? Um, Abraham, Abraham Hicks does a really good piece in, let's see, which book is it? I think it's in their, their basics book, the basics of the teachings of Abraham, law of attraction, mm-hmm. uh, in which they describe how a person who is focusing on someone else and, and criticizing that other person and saying, Oh, I, I mean, they're just so terrible. They're so selfish. They're so. You know, they, they, they're so full of themselves, you know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. What that, what's really happening is there is, it, it isn't so much what the other person is. It's what the person who's saying all that is, is actually experiencing. They're, they're experiencing it because they're choosing to experience that. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to put out there. Well, I, I, my happiness is, is dependent upon that other person behaving differently. They're not behaving differently. Therefore, there's something wrong with that person. And when you look at it that way, you say, well, wait a minute. You know, is it really about somebody else being such a horrible person, or is no, it about it's all me? about you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, is that a question to me? Uh, kind of. Yeah. It's it's more like a, it's sort of an observation to to be discussed. But my I guess my point is, what seems like a clear cut thing. Oh, that person is so selfish. Oh, that person is so self absorbed. Isn't as clear cut as as it originally seemed. I feel like they're saying well, the, that because the other person's not making it about them. So they're just assuming that right. they're selfish. Yeah. Well, and, and selfish by definition, again, I, 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 the work I do on myself, the work that I, you know, I, I adopt, I adopt children, I help people, but I am very self absorbed with my self help because a healthy me is able to help more people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I get up every morning. I have my, my, my routines that are all help. I, I get up on purpose. Justin knows that in the afternoon or if I'm, if I'm at home, if I'm in my office, I'll, I'll you know, have my door shut and I, I do my meditations. That's self help. It's not being selfish. Uh, I've explained to him that I need, and I will tell him I'm going to be for 30 minutes. I want to be doing my meditations. You do not disturb me during that time. And, and he understands he, and he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. It isn't me being selfish and not being, I need midday to recharge. 
I, I used to always, after I eat lunch, I'd have this really like, just really, oh, I need to take a nap kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I started my, my midday meditation. That's all gone. It's, it's amazing. I love it. So me being to perform to the best of my ability, I do that. So it, it, it's, it, would it be viewed as selfish? Yes. I get up every day. Uh, I do this. And, and so from someone's perspective, that's great. And other people say, well, Joel, you're so unselfish. You've adopted three children, mm-hmm. uh, from foster care. And you, again, it's a perspective. And, and I, I think we, most people claiming other people are selfish. Alex hit it on the head. It's because it's not about the person claiming the other one's selfish. It, it, it's, it's being able to tell people, you know, your journey, your journey, your journey. You go do your journey. I'll do my journey. And there mm-hmm. will be some interactions, but, I, I can't be distracted by what your perception of your journey needing my help. And I mean, it's just this vicious cycle that some people, uh, you get into the victimization of things often. Of, mm-hmm. of like, well, they're selfish because, you know, they can't help me. I told all three of my children and, and two of them, uh, TJ and Chris both learned this. If you have, if you get arrested for any reason, mm-hmm. And you have one phone call to make to bail you out of jail. Mm-hmm. Under no circumstances, call me because my answer will universally be no. <laughs> no, wow. <laughs> I don't bail any human out of jail. I don't. It, 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 and and so you know, one time when when uh, my son Chris had a little minor thing, he, it, it was a very silly thing. He got arrested and he called and he said, son, I said, you're violating my rule. I said, no. <laughs> he said, well, dad, it's only a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I said, son, I will pay a thousand dollars for you to stay an extra week. And you know, don't make your foolish choice. The reason jail exists to me is, is, you know, huh, you, you made a foolish choice, pay, pay your consequence and not do it again. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, again, that's my perspective. And he said, well, it's sort of selfish. You won't, I said, well, you, you can view it however you want to view it. So I, he, it, it like, he, then he tried to get his, oh, do you not have a hundred dollars? I go, son, I got a lot of money. Wow. <laughs> I'm just not bailing you out of jail. It doesn't matter if I got $20 million in bank. I'm not bailing you out of jail. Yeah. And it, it, it's just this, this idea again, when you look at it, and I'm sure his narrative to his <laughs> friends and other family members of his biological family, my dad's so selfish. He, he, you know, he, it, it would only cost him a hundred dollars. He, he, he would, you know, he, he spends that on lunch sometimes or something. <laughs> I, I could hear him saying all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I, again, it's all right. I, I, I understand I, the greatest lesson that I ever learned were the mm-hmm. lessons that I had to experience. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it would be selfish of me to try to take that away from my son. I look at it from a totally different other perspective. Exactly. Yeah, he's not taking into account the lesson that he's learning. But of course, we, you know, hindsight right. twenty twenty, we don't see that till later in life. Of course, and 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 that's that's part of the growth process. I mm-hmm. I, I I I just am all the time dealing with, you know, the the scenarios that that you know, I, well, my son's facing this consequence, my my daughter's facing this consequence, the family are, I mean, you can't. You can you can mitigate the consequence this time, mm-hmm. but you're going to at some point they're going to have to have that consequence. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going to feel like there's a safety. There's always a safety net, so they can just do whatever they want, and then mommy or daddy will fix it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's why I like the way um, Abraham phrases it in the book, and I actually I, I I actually copy this out of the book and paste it into a text document, so I can copy and paste it into you know Facebook or whatever whenever I see somebody. Going off on all oh, well, those other person is so fill in the blank. <laughs> I don't care what is they're they're talking about. There's if there's a fill in the blank, then this is what I respond with, and, and I'll, I'll read it to you. It said okay. this is for, this is from the Law of Attraction: The Basics of the Teachings of Abraham by Esther and mm-hmm. Jerry Hicks. It's on page one forty one of the book, and it says their disapproval of me is their lack. If there are others who see something in you that they do not approve of, most often you see their disapproval reflected back through their eyes and you feel that you've gone wrong in some way. And we say to you, it's not your lack, it's theirs. Mm. It is their inability to be the allower that brings forth their negative emotion. It's not your imperfection. And in like fashion, when you feel negative emotion because you've seen someone and others, something in others that you do not want to see, it is not their lack, it is your own. 
So when you make the decision that you want to see only that which pleases you, then, not surprisingly, you will begin to see only that which pleases you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of your experiences will bring forth positive emotion because by the law of attraction, you will attract to you only that which is in harmony with what you want. By understanding the power of your emotions, you can then direct your thoughts, and then you will no longer need others to behave differently in order for you to feel good. And that last sentence right there, that's what it's all about. You no longer need others to behave differently in order for you to feel good. Mm-hmm. Say it again for the people yep. in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Really and, good and stuff. That, and, and, and that's that's exactly... You know, this concept of of your perspective and how you're viewing it and how other people, you know, this concern, how other people are viewing you. And and uh, I, I just look at it from just that you get you get what you see. And, and when you condition yourself to just see it, it just it happens that way. And it sounds dismissing. You know, they talk a lot about, and this gets a lot of pushback from, from people in the treatment world that I deal with or the therapeutic world. You know, like one of the, and, I, and I'm going to paraphrase, I need to find this so I can actually quote it literally. Uh, but someone's asking, you know, Esther about, uh, you know, childhood trauma or something and, you know, all, all the pain. Should I process that? And, and her basic response, well, if you want to. Mm, yes, that right. could be a choice. <laughs> if you want it to be relevant, you can make it relevant, or mm-hmm. you can let it go. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that that really freaks out the therapist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 they're they're like, you know, that that's you know. But but her point is, a life event only has as much power as you give it. Um, mm. One person's trauma is another person's Tuesday. I mean, it's yes. just it's just <laughs> what it is, and. Uh, I've used the example, I don't know how long ago we used this, but I've had two clients with had eerily similar experiences. They aren't related. They don't know each other. and These are years apart. But both clients in different parts of the country had a home that burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. And ironically, they're both from lightning strikes, but that, that mm-hmm. was the only commonality. Uh, and... When one of them, one of the guys home burned to the ground, he really went into a, a, a it put him into an extreme anxiety filled state. He had two years of deep therapy. He was, went into this, uh, stayed at his mom's house, wouldn't come outside, developed agoraphobia, uh, had all kinds of stress, couldn't sleep, was on multiple medications and viewed it as the greatest trauma of his life. He reported it as the biggest trauma he had ever experienced. And now he didn't lose any pets. He didn't, no one was injured. Uh, he was reimbursed by insurance. Uh, but his perception that was, it just was horrible to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Then the other guy viewed it as like, I was ready to move anyway. I made up so much more money that it, I, I he, and he's like, you know, I, I padded my insurance report. I ended up literally making like twenty five thousand dollars extra. Uh, oh, he said, I, I bought a new house. I, he said the greatest thing that ever happened to me is a house burned down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't sign with that guy. Yeah, yeah, same event. It, it's uh, and and I know when when Justin when I adopted Justin and he moved in and. You know, obviously, I've been to be at the time ten years old, and and going to a new home, and coming from foster care into a different environment with this weird dude who has <laughs> unique views of everything. But his his question to me is like, he was worried about stuff or whatever, and he said, "What, what if something happens to our house?" And I said, mm. "Well, we'll just get a new house, buddy. We, we they still make them. We got, we, you know, they still and, make them." And I said, we, <laughs> "Yeah, I said well, they still make them. But don't worry." Uh, 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 and he's like, well, what if something has our car? I said, Somebody, don't worry about it. We, I said, there's nothing that we can't get more of. We, we have an abundance and there's, mm-hmm. there's, we can have as many houses as we need and we don't ever have to worry about not having that. Uh, and, and he, he, he quickly got out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he was so used to looking for what could go wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the mindset that a lot of people are in. I mean, I, I, I you mentioned politics. Every once in a while, you see somebody post something on, in the Facebook LOA group that has a political tone to it. And instantly, it's like the entire 
audience forgets how the law of attraction works. <laughs> it just completely goes right out the window. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, hold on, let me get my petty comment in first. I've, in fact, I've even <laughs> seen people say, well, law of attraction doesn't apply here. Wow. <laughs> this is what we're doing? Okay. Okay. All right. See, law of attraction, in their view, only applies when you want to have something come into your life. It doesn't apply to things like politics that you don't like. <laughs> oh, so he must have the law, law of attraction genie that everybody's been looking for. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. Well, you only get three wishes, so. <laughs> well, and, and, and to say something, and, and this is a little off course here, but uh, to say that one of the things that, that I actually told somebody the other day who, who belongs to multiple Facebook law of attraction groups, mm-hmm. uh, and is, and he is said, it you know, I'm, no, no, wait, it, it should be. I actually, he actually said this as well. Uh, but this person said, you know, I, he's, I just, I, I don't, I, there's so much conflicting information and so much arguing. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, if you want to figure out how to negatively use the law of attraction, join all the Facebook groups. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. It, yes. it, 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 and, and to those Facebook people who are listening, I apologize if that is, is offensive. I don't mean it to be. But it, it, I find it ironic that the, the most snarky comments come of, of you know, I, I have gotten out of all the groups. I just found them <laughs> baffling. That, 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 I mean, the, the, the arguments that take place or the, the people that, that, that have, you know, again, they, they, they really, it's, it's, it's sad mm-hmm. and I, I i wish we didn't have that going on um because it is such a uh you know it's such a sad little little world we live in where you're 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 living through this vicariously uh in a law of attraction mindset but you you're you're, you're looking for a battle my law of attraction practice is best you're doing it wrong right. you're doing and here's how you're doing it wrong and mm-hmm. and you know, I, and it's just, you you see it over and over and over, and I just I, I just said, oh my gosh, it, it it if you want to see how to do it wrong, go there. And, yeah, and it's, it's yeah. Just, <laughs> it's it's like people, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like people forget you can only account for yourself. Yeah. So be accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that. You know, I I you know I work in addiction treatment. And I do a lot of different. Areas and and I I got out of the addiction treatment groups because I'll see the the the, the arguments there the the, oh, that must the twelve be step people versus oh it, it it it's just you know you see the the therapists that are convinced they're the only ones that have it right and the, mm. you have the hardcore twelve step people and the non twelve step people and you know my message of you know there's a there, it's all a toolbox your job is to find out which tool works for your client. That's all there mm-hmm, is to it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. And, oh, no, this only works, or this only works, or they only need to do this. I go, well, you know, that's not even close to true. Mm. But yet they, they get so invested in them. And, again, there's an ego effect, and, and sure. it, it's just, well, this worked for me. I said, okay, that's great. There's a billion – we have a billion different reasons why we all have addictive behavior. Mm-hmm. And so the, your unique set of reasons found relief in this method – that doesn't mean that everyone will find relief in that same method. Mm-hmm. So what you're describing there, the, your experience of, of these groups full of people who you know, really mess things up, <laughs> it fits in beautifully with what Abraham was talking about. In, in one sense, you could say, we, we, could, we could summarize that as you're disapproving of the way that they do things, but you don't actually get caught up in your disapproval. You, you've you've come up with a way to overcome that, and that is you just don't participate. You say, "Oh, yeah. well, I'm I'm not going to deal with that stuff because I I know I'll just go down a rabbit hole, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So I'm I'm just going to unsubscribe. The heck with it. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I, I don't want to be drawn into it, or 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 you know, here here's an, a really good example. Okay, I, I this has this one one day I, I was a member. Of, this was just a plain old Facebook post, and a friend of mine who who. Uh, is a uh, a preacher and he has a church and you know, I'm not necessarily he is a friend I don't necessarily agree with you know his belief system but at the same time it is a really good guy mm-hmm. and he he said I'm very I'm I'm questioning why our attendance is going down and what we're doing wrong 
does anyone have any ideas of how to get our attendance up? And so I responded with, well, there's churches. Joel Osteen's church, for example, has 10,000 people that show up every weekend. Mm-hmm. So I would, if, if your question is how do you get more people there, what is he doing or what is their church doing to attract people? That, that was just a simple statement. You mm-hmm. ask how, I'm telling you one method. Then he went on this rant of how Joel Osteen was not really a Christian and oh. all the things that Joel Osteen, he went on and on and on about all the things Joel Osteen was doing. So and, totally and missed said, the message. Know, yeah. And so I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood the question. <laughs> I thought you were asking how to get more people in. And I'm telling you, now you're on a rant against Joel Osteen. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he never understood the difference in the question. Yeah. It was, I'm like, I said, and then so he said, well, I don't understand that you don't understand. I said, well, you answered your own question. He you're, probably would have done you, better. If, he he would have handled it better if you'd said, well, Rush Limbaugh has a whole bunch of people following him. <laughs> right, right. That, that right, probably would have worked, right. you know. <laughs> right. Well, and 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 my and, and that's that's sort of the the point. It, it just you you ask a question and then you get emotionally invested in the answer because it doesn't match your belief system, mm-hmm. and then it, it so. So you see a lot of that, you, and that's what happens a lot, you know, and and, and everyone has, you know, I, I had a Facebook post up the other day, and I do not do political. I just do not do it. But I had this one post that was on the edge of, it was a, it was a sarcastic event, like, you know, I think everyone should spend more time arguing with strangers about politics on Facebook. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And so... Everybody got it. There's a lot of laughter, except one young lady or one lady wrote, that's how Hitler got into power. Mm. Oh, heaven's sake. I'm like, oh, God. So, <laughs> and then, and then, then, of course, of course, she's a very, she's very left-wing democratic. That was mm. her statement. Right. And mm. so by the time I saw it, of course, my right-wing defender of Trump gets in there and goes, whatever his statement was, right. and I just deleted mm-hmm. the whole post. I mean, yeah. it, it's like a virus. I, I, it's like a virus that took off. It, it Within seconds, it was going to escalate, and I'm thinking, it's a joke. It, 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 yeah, it is simply a joke. Everybody calm down, have several seats. Yeah. It wasn't that serious. Yeah, yeah. and so it, 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 was, it was just, but that's why you can't even have that because so mm-hmm. many people are on guard for you know, they're looking to be offended. They're looking to have their their belief system. And so, you know, the, the woman that originally made the Hitler statement, she posts constantly about, you know, her her views. And I, I respect her views. I actually share some of her views. They're, they're not that bad. Um, mm-hmm. and, and some of the stuff she is just a little ridiculous. And, again, from my perspective, but I don't challenge right. it. But her she was actually – uh, not offended, but she she was defending herself mm-hmm. why she posts politically when it was never it. She's one of twelve hundred people that's my friend, so I wasn't attending that to her. Mm-hmm. But she took it as like, well, if I don't post that, then then Hitler's basically going to take over the United States. I'm like, oh, so your Facebook post is preventing anarchy. Thank God that you're yeah. able to do that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, our savior, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah, a, I had so. a, Go ahead. I was going to say I had a similar experience with a with a Facebook post. It was a post I posted of um, it looked like an like an assault rifle, but it was really a camera setup. Like it had the Nikon um strap and everything, but it was mm-hmm. just set up to look like. So the the post was, "Give me a good reason why someone would need something like this." So mm-hmm. I put to take amazing selfies. No one else got it. And they're all like, oh, this is what happened in El Paso. Mm. This is, we, we need more gun restrictions. I was like, oh, you guys. Do you not see the Nikon strip? Like, what? what is happening? <laughs> it's not that serious. Like, everybody sit down. <laughs> well, and, and, that, and that's what happened. Everybody is so reactive to everything. Yes, and, yes. You, you know, anything that gets on the edge of what their sensibilities are, sensitivities mm-hmm. are, then they, they get very reactive in the sense like, like, you know, you, they assume what you, you meant nothing. It, it's hilarious. What you're saying yeah. is good. It's funny, but they, that it's, it's not a, it's not a laughing matter. Yeah. Uh, it's like, 
what you mean the funny camera assault rifle is not funny it is you know or <laughs> uh, uh, you know it, it it's it you know some some uh, you get all of this and this is a very important thing to look at when when your energy is placed in a defensive posture defending your your belief system again the law of attraction responding to that and you're mm-hmm. you're attracting that that conflict and it, it just there, there's political stuff i'm you know i'm all about let's go vote study your candidates vote uh i do not want atrocities i don't want you know all that but when when you have one party that is looking for you know anything that the president says it you know he is vile often but also, he could say anything, and they're all like, oh, he said, duh. Yeah. Do you believe he said the yeah. word duh twice? Right. I mean, twice it, in it, a row. It, you know, it, 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 so, you know, the, 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 there's just zero, they give him zero mm-hmm. as far as, like, and again, I'm not saying he deserves anything, but I'm, I'm, it's just, like, extreme. Well, the economy's good. You hear somebody, oh, no, but, but you know, this sector is, it, they, they automatically look for the bad. On the other side, you have, he could say whatever he wants to say. No matter how vile it is, the other side is well. Bill and Clinton did worse. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, 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 my, I had this one friend that all, I mean, it's just automatic almost. I, I jokingly, in his his response to anything positive about uh, uh, anything you know negative about Trump is, well, at least Benghazi didn't happen. Yeah. Like, oh God, wow. Benghazi. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's it, it, it's just his response to everything. It's just so it isn't like well, you know. Uh, if Bill Clinton sexually uh, uh, assaulted, not assaulted, or, or took advantage of one woman, and uh, actually seven women, and Trump has only done six. So it's better. <laughs> Trump's a better president because he hasn't had oral sex in the in the Oval Office. He did it at his apartment. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, clearly, <laughs> okay. Well, well, thank God for that. You know? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. I, God, I God, can't. With, God bless can't. America. <laughs> America and the semantics. I can't. I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that. But you get my point. You see that. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, 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 it. And so again, I, I don't want to. It, it's not about you know because I'm 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 just not a fan of any of these people. Uh, uh, it's, but at the same time, I don't give that energy. Right. I, my economy is going wonderfully. I feel great. I have a great life. My private practice is going well. I have great health. My family's so I, I I don't need to get bogged down in all of that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just I, I want to go to the pervasive. I want to go to the example that you were giving earlier that Alex gave earlier about was out. I can't remember which one you gave it earlier. What have you gave <laughs> it? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> about, said about it. About the the assault camera, right? Yeah. And if I see something like that, quite honestly, I don't think it's funny. I understand where the humor is, but mm-hmm. I really don't think of it as funny. But by the same token, I'm not attached to it. Right, right. I don't get attached to, oh, my God. I don't get attached to that. Mm-hmm. Why don't I get attached to it? Is it because I'm a freak? No, it's because I choose not to become attached to it. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I know where that goes. I've been there. I don't really need to go that direction anymore because I've experienced what it's like to attach to something that's so negative and it starts creating more and more negativity for me. Yeah, so, you only need to go down the rabbit hole once. Well, some people apparently need more than once. But anyway, uh, yeah. the, the point is that you, you get to choose whether you're going to be attached. I remember very early on with Law of Attraction mm-hmm. asking myself, how on earth am I supposed to let go of something? I don't even know how I'm holding on. Well, the answer mm-hmm. to that is I attach to things by saying, oh, I am going to get so wrapped up about X, whatever X is. And it's usually something negative, and it's usually something I really, really, really don't like. And that is being attached. That is how I attach to something. So what does letting go of that mean? It means just stop paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm just not right. going to buy into that craziness anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's when, what it is to let go. Yeah, and, and letting go is, is when, you know, you can have, I encourage everyone to have their strong feelings and opinions and have them. I think it's, it's really when they become, they can become negative in the law of attraction too. When you become so adamant, uh, 
mm-hmm. in their defense. I, I, I explained to someone the other day, you know, because I was explaining sort of my belief system and tends to sort of have, uh, you know, I'm about 70% Buddhist. You know, I've got a little, <laughs> yeah, I have a little this, a little that. <laughs> and uh, I sort of created, you know, we'll call it Joel's religion. It's a little uh-huh. of everything, you know? Okay. And, uh, and, and somebody said, well, you know, yours, none of your stuff is really based on doctrine. And I said, well, so? okay, thank you. You know, the, the Gospel of Thomas is, is a deleted book from the Bible, which is basically a law of attraction book for those who've never read it. Mm. Uh, and, of course, it got deleted because it is a law of attraction book uh, <laughs> in my mind. Uh, but I, I really, I literally believe that. And, and he's like, well, you know, I, I, I referenced, I said, well, part of, you know, the Gospel of Thomas, what I really believe. And he said, well, that was deleted from the book. I go by a random group of people in 325. You know, mm. you only had, you know, 325, a random group of people at some convention said, you know, we're going to get rid of this book in the Bible because it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. I said, so, you know, it, it again, so it, it, I'm just, so I, at the moment I start down that path in defense of it, then it gets to this and this versus let me stop. My belief system doesn't require anyone else to agree with it at all to be my belief system. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Yeah. I never volunteer what my belief system is unless someone asks. Mm-hmm. And then I will say it. And then if they say, well, I disagree. Okay. Well, then you ask me. I didn't, I'm not preaching it to you. Right. And it, right. it's this, it, you, you see that, but, but when people get so, they're, they're get, they don't want to be wrong. It's just you <laughs> have to understand. You you have to understand. Like I have one friend that just is adamant that I don't understand his view on abortion. He's just he said, Joel, you're a good man. You just aren't understanding. And I said, Well, thank you. I said, <laughs> I appreciate your, your 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 point of view. Well, I said, you. I un- I understand where your point of view comes from. I right. see it, mm-hmm. and I have differing belief system on the overall process. I don't yes. want to get into it. It doesn't matter. Right. But it 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 is it, it but at the same time I, I every individual has their own opinion of that and it's obviously a very hot topic and let every individual do what they need to do with that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and this is where we go with you know like the law of attraction tells us do not attach to it. Mm-hmm. So uh you know it it's it's it really is this processing of of life, you know, this processing of everything, of of us figuring it out. Let's put it. Let's put our energy in the right direction, mm-hmm. and and when you understand, you get in tune with the law of attraction. None of this stuff matters. Yes, facts. None. That's right. Yeah. And the whole that's the whole point. It well, let's put, be more precise. It only matters if I decide that it matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. I decide to go to, and that's, that's where the power is. That's where the control is. If, if I find myself in a, a, a negative spiral where I'm constantly focusing on things that I don't like and I keep getting more and more of what I don't like, I really do have control over that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a tough concept right. because, because of, of the same reason why it is that somebody who understands at least the basics of the law of attraction will find themselves in a political discussion and all of their knowledge will go out the window. It's the exact <laughs> same experience. Yeah. Look, they already know this. They already have control. They have thrown the control away. Mm-hmm. They've decided, no, I am now a victim, despite the fact that two seconds ago I knew I was in control, but now I'm mm-hmm. a victim. I feel like and you – go ahead. No, I love I'm, – I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I, say, I was saying I feel like when it comes to strong negative – feelings or opinions or, you know, whatever happened to happen to you that day. And now you're like, oh my God, my world is over, blah, blah, blah. All right. Your feelings are valid for that moment. But I personally, if I feel something like that coming on, I'm going to give it a time limit. I'm like, all right, you're allowed two hours of bitching and complaining. And then we're done. That's it. It's over. (laughs) Don't even subscribe to it again. It's, it's done. Right. Well, and, and this is, you know, one of, one of the lessons this, this for me this week is, is I was one of the books I was listening to. Uh, I listened to so many, I forget which one it was, but it, it, <laughs> it's, it, it, the guy was talking about, um, blessing, not, not in a religious sense, but, but people that you have resentments toward or people who have harmed you or people that have wronged you, 
Well, I think I, I think uh, I've let most of my stuff go. Mm-hmm. There are a few people who a few several years ago intended to set out. Their goal was to literally try to destroy me, mm-hmm. uh, as, in a business perspective, and 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 now it had the reverse effect. It put me in a great position of success and all that. So mm-hmm. I've always viewed it as like, well, I'm grateful that happened. But there's always been this feeling of this one particular person, uh, two people total, but one particular person was the driving factor that did a lot of behind the scenes shady stuff, a lot of lying, mm-hmm. and and really set me up. Mm-hmm. And and I, I didn't know what happened, and somebody I trusted very much, and they threw me. So I thought I had let go of that because, in the end, that chain of events put me in a position to have the success in the life I have today. And right. I see exactly how it happened. So, But at the same time, I still have this deep – I didn't even realize it until I'm listening – who comes to mind when I think of somebody who had wronged me? or what, And, and I, I, I don't – hold it i don't feel like i hold it but i I, there's some level of resentment for somebody to take that much energy and effort to you know it totally fabricate a bunch of stuff and create and and literally cost me a a, a, you know a a career job uh i didn't see it coming and and of course the the other person that participated was manipulated by this first person so within all of that they're clear so I, i i need to take that for me I didn't realize there was still a bit of that there. Now, I still see it as a positive. Thank God it all happened. I, I, I'm grateful this person did what they did. But the fact that that person did it, you know, I, I still have this this red flag that I need mm-hmm. to. So I, I'm actually started looking, changing perspective even further, and I started praying for this person or meditating in a positive I'm blessing this person because mm-hmm. whatever chain of events that happened in this person's life to become so – Whatever that, whatever you would cause, call this, uh, obviously was very traumatic and there's a response to it. So not, not that I'm, I, I will never speak to this person again more than likely, never have any interaction with this person. There's mm-hmm. a really, I need to make sure that I, I don't just go neutral. I need to go to the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that, that's been, that's been very positive. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. it, it, it's just coming at it from another way and, you know, and, and the resistance, we talk about resistance a lot. The resistance that we keep thinking we don't have is often the resistance of resistance. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's, you know, like I said one day, I had a dream one night, woke up in the middle of the night, wrote it down, and it, the statement, I don't know where it came from in the dream, but it was like, your desire is the resistance. The, when you desire it too much, you think that's what you're doing, the law of attraction, but you're, you're you're over desire you know when you when you want it too bad yeah. you're actually putting Pushing out the feeling of lack mm-hmm. and then so do it so the, the desire can be the resistance itself when you're often told to desire what you want but yet there's that balance and that's where we get all wonky with the law of attraction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true that's right yeah true. that's the tough part that's the tough part Hey, before we wrap up, I want to remind people about subscribing to the podcast. If you're not yet a subscriber, please do become one. You'll find us on all the major platforms. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify, Pandora. I mean, we're in all the major places you can find us. But the simplest thing is just to go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and it will walk you through the steps of subscribing with your particular device. And that way you get all of our episodes coming right to your smartphone every single time. Plus, automatically, you can, at the same time, check us out on YouTube and watch us because we actually live stream these while we're recording them to YouTube. You can see our happy, smiling faces. Except for Joel. Joel, you just see his name. That's okay. <laughs> but most of us don't see our faces. And, you know, it, it, it's a kind of an added dimension to have the video thrown in, even though podcasts aren't about video. Why not? You know, you can do that, too. So go to YouTube. And how do they do that? Alex, you always tell the YouTube thing better than I do. Um, you go to YouTube and you search LOA Today podcast videos. And once you've done that, down below, you hit the subscribe button. And next to the subscribe button, there's a little bell. Hit the bell. Make sure you click always so you'll always be notified when we are live. There it is. Very simple. So please become a subscriber. We want you to keep following because every single discussion is a whole lot of fun. We want you to be a part of it. Thank you so much to our live stream listeners, to our podcast listeners, and to our PRN listeners. Thank you, Joel. I hope you have a great week. You as well. And Alex, as usual, you're, you're like my, my rock. You're, you're like, you're, you're in like half the podcast now. You realize that. I right? know, right? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm everywhere. You're everywhere. So thank you as well. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.